What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The shocking true story of why six was afraid of seven. Undoubtedly, you've heard it before. Maybe you came across it in a dime store joke book, read it on the inside of a bear popsicle stick, or overhead it on the playground when you were young. It's a question as ubiquitous as what is the meaning of life, and as provocative as shall we dance? You've probably asked it, answered it, and chuckled at, maybe even done so a multitude of times. Why was six afraid of seven? Well, because seven eight nine. God, I wish it were that simple. That would be so much easier to comprehend than the truth. But the world doesn't work that way, does it? Not for people and definitely not for numbers. The real reason 6 was afraid of 7 had little to do with 8, 9, 10, or even 11. You see 6 was afraid of 7 because 7 was 6's bookie and 6 gotten a little too deep. It all started with the ponies as it so often does. 6 went down the track on a breezy Saturday with a pal, had a couple of drinks, and found himself on a bit of a hot streak. Four hours, too many G&Ts to count, and $1,200 later, Six left the track on the highest of highs. He'd been hitting on the horses all day and even after throwing some cash at the waitstaff and his buddy Five, who'd fallen on hard times after the divorce, he still had a significant chunk of change in his pocket. It had been a good day for Six and he went to bed that night with a smile on his face. The next day, Six sat in a shoddy apartment trying to decide on what he should do with his winnings. He could give some to charity, sure. He could maybe pay down some of his credit card debt, that wasn't a bad idea. He could even buy himself a new pair of blue jeans, that might be nice. Maybe the stretchy kind that he used to like. He could have done all of those things, but he didn't. Instead he called up his ex-girlfriend 3 and asked her if she was still friendly with that bookie who took the big bets. She said she was, but that that dude, 7, was dangerous. He had nearly put 14 in the hospital after he tried to skip town during the French Open last year. Six assured Three that he was only placing a small bet and that she had nothing to worry about. Six called the very next day and spoke confidentiality to Seven, even though he was actually quite scared. Six attempted to exchange pleasantries, but Seven asked that he cut to the chase. Six told Seven he wanted to bet $1,000 on the Chicago Bulls to cover the spread. Seven grunted and hung up the phone. The next night, the Bulls played. They lost and didn't cover the spread. Six was out $1,000 just like that and he hadn't even had a chance to buy those stretchy jeans he wanted. The next night Six bet another grand, one he didn't have, on the Bulls to cover. They didn't. The next night he did the same thing. And the Bulls did the same thing too. On the fourth night, to make up for his losses, Six placed a $3,000 bet on the Bulls not to cover the spread. They covered. Six was out $6,000. After the game, Six grabbed a suitcase and threw all of his most prized possessions inside. He still had his original money on him, the $1,000, more than enough to catch the train to San Francisco and start a new life. Seven would be mad, maybe even infuriated, but Six didn't think he'd ever have to see Seven again. Six could shave his head, grab a fake mustache, and start wearing more floral just in case Seven ever made it all the way to the bay. 
As he walked out the door, the phone rang and it was three. She said Seven was coming to collect now and that if Six didn't have all of the money then he better get the hell out of town. Seconds later, a booming knock came at Six's door. Six, knowing what awaited him, climbed out the back window and used the fire escape to get down. His luggage opened at one point and all of his prized possessions were scattered about the dirty alley. He didn't care. Six just had to get out of Dodge once and for all. Having at last reached the ground level, Six sped around the corner and met Seven dead on. And what's worse, he was there with one and two, notoriously bad dudes. Seven took hold of Six's shoulders and looked him square in the eye while one and two took turns hitting him with a phone book. Seven didn't say anything to Six. He didn't need to. No one ever heard from Six again. So you really want to know why Six was afraid of Seven? Because he got hot at the track and let his greed get the best of him. Maybe Seven did eat nine for all I know. Hey, it could have happened. Six was an okay guy. He meant well. But he lost his way and paid the price. Numbers gambling away their lives is a little ironic, I guess. But irony is lost on those in body bags.